patients getting paid. What a concept. If your story is anything like mine, you had to dial back your job or leave it all together thanks to your chronic illness. The paychecks quit coming, but the bills didn't, right? I spent years weeding through the scam job sites for flexible jobs and scam trainings for how to start an online business. I learned about paying patient advocacy gigs by overhearing someone talking about them on a bus. It's crazy the amount of time, energy, and money I spent trying to figure out how to work for myself or others in a flexible way that could accommodate doctor's appointments and hospital infusions or just not feeling well. Take advantage of my years of learning these tough lessons and get right to how to do it for yourself by signing up for my course, Patients Getting Paid, where you'll learn where to find these jobs and how to put your best foot forward in getting them or how to create your own flexible opportunities. Sign up right now for more information. Go to fumsnow.com forward slash patients getting paid. Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show, where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan Young. Today's guest is a repeat attender. See what I did there? (laughs) She's been on the pod twice before, and she always brings us great information and recommendations. She's a very popular guest, so I asked her back, and she said yes. It's Caroline Craven of girlwithms.com, and today we're talking about a subject near and dear to my heart, aging gracefully with MS. (laughs) Let's see what Caroline has for us today. Hey, Caroline. Thanks so much for being here with us today uh, again. Oh my gosh, Kathy, it is great to be here. It's it's always fun to be on your show and we're always covering some great information. Yeah, really interesting stuff. You always bring interesting things, which is great. Um, so let's talk MS and aging. I mean, what a subject because I personally have been diagnosed with both. <laughs> so, so you're talking directly to me on this one. Um, and before we get going, let me just remind everybody that you don't need to take any notes. I take them for you. There are show notes for every episode, and for this one, you can find them at fumsnow.com forward slash episode 48. And if you'd like to hear Caroline's other interviews, which were super interesting, you can find them at fumsnow.com forward slash episode 20 and episode 28. All super interesting stuff. So, okay, let's get into it. You mentioned the other day in the MS Buddy live chat that we co-hosted together Thank you, by the way. That was fun. Um, (laughs) That MS can accelerate aging. So what do you mean by that? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And I think um, uh, all of us with MS can kind of relate to this accelerated aging. But basically, people in their 50s are often experiencing things that you may not experience until your 70s. Um, in normal health. That could be mm-hmm. urinary problems, bowel disorders, um, balance issues. You know, balance yeah. issues, you see a lot of senior and elderly people concerned about that. That's stuff that we need to pay attention to. So we're definitely right. on an, I call it an accelerated rate in our, in our aging. Um, yeah. So it makes us very, we have to be very aware, right, of what's happening. Right. Yeah, good point. Um, I know you suggest a, a daily routine, but why is that important? You know, having a daily routine, it's, it's great for everybody, but it does simplify your life. 
and as easy as we can make our life with MS, that's going to yeah. help us. It takes the stress away. You know, if you get up, you get in a little routine. You brush your teeth at the same time. You take your medicine at the same time. It'll help you uh, be more regular with your medicine, yeah. you know. And remember to take um, it because that's where I fail. Yeah, sometimes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's, mm. oh, how many alerts go off? Have you uh, exactly. <laughs> how can I ignore them? I don't understand how I can ignore them like that. I don't even hear them anymore, but I digress. Sorry. And like, Oh, no, that's great. Um, An exercise, Uh, you know, if we make that a priority, and that's the thing, too, is that I think by putting it into our routine, we've immediately made it a priority, and then it becomes uh, habitual, a good habit. So if we walk every morning, then we get that done, and we can go on with the rest of the day. We're not stressed about, oh, I still haven't exercised. I've got to exercise. I've got to exercise. And that little voice is in the back of your head. So, you know, it just kind of keeps things. I know, right? The committee, (laughs) hamsters. Right, exactly. Very cool. Well, Mm -hmm. that all makes sense. Um, I'm sure, like, keeping up with our medical care would be among your suggestions too, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And as we were just talking, um, Medicine care is so important, and it's it can be really frustrating when mm-hmm. you have MS. And mm-hmm. I know we can we can get tired of going to the doctor. We can get tired of repeating the same questions. Maybe not feeling like we're getting the right answers, or just tired of talking about MS, or for True. whatever the reason, we may not want to go. But it is so important to go to your doctor and stay up on those appointments. Um, And especially even when you're still feeling good, let them see the good days as well as the bad days, Mm -hmm. but then let them keep track of it too. And that just helps. Yeah. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. The old adage, hope for the best and prepare for the worst comes to mind. (laughs) Would you speak to that idea a little bit? Oh, you bet. Yes. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Um, I think this always falls into my, like, you should always have plan A and plan B Mm. and maybe plan C and plan D in your pocket, Mm -hmm. especially as we're aging. You know, we may think, yeah, let's just have a great retirement, um, I know what I want to do in retirement, but right. there's a lot of unknown questions with MS. Mm-hmm. Um, many people are already forced into medical retirement. Um, so True. how it's good to, you know, prepare for progression, prepare, mm-hmm. you know, you may not progress, but at least be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know you're having troubles walking, maybe don't look at buying a house with a bunch of flights of stairs. Um, Good idea. If you're having trouble with balance, maybe not buy that new bike, but maybe learn to do some other exercise. You know, there's a lot of little things like that. But Mm -hmm. I think the more aware you become of it, um, it it becomes easier, you know, possibly assisted living or even just look into services where people come and help. Mm -hmm. That's a great thing. You know, people like, well, I don't need full service. Um, Right. I'm very fortunate. I have my family with me, my, my parents actually. So we help each other. But if nice. I was on my own, I would be calling friends, you know, mm-hmm. seeking help. But that gets a little old at times. So go ahead and look up those services and call mm-hmm. your city and ask. They'll have a list of services that can help too and look online. Yeah. And those, those can be really helpful. Yeah. yeah, I know in this area, I've seen the vans driving around that are like senior services. Um, 
And even though, you know, some folks might not be seniors just yet. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about, preparing for that, right? I would imagine that you could, if they don't help those that are not seniors, I would imagine they could direct you um, to who does Mm -hmm. in the area. I guess that would be worth a shot. Right. And most of those, yeah, yeah. Most of those ride, uh, ride care companies will, if you're disabled, they will come and pick you up. Mm-hmm. So if you have a reason with your MS that you can't drive or you yeah. need assistance, they should be able to come pick you up. And and then another option too, like for me, sometimes I don't, you know, I, maybe that's not my option to do the ride car like that, but a ride mm-hmm. share like Uber or Lyft yeah. could be, yeah. is really huge for me. And if maybe those that are driving a lot, maybe get used to try something else. If you feel your driving's getting a little sketchy, check out public transportation, check out the rideshare programs. And I believe Lyft actually has a special program for people with MS. Oh, very um, cool. Oh, you know what? Now that that you're Mm -hmm. saying that, okay, so I went to, um, oh, I can't even remember this conference. It was called HIMSS, but don't ask me what it stands for. But um, (laughs) Uber Health was there and I was talking to them and I got so excited because I thought, oh, great, you know, has this been set up for, folks who need like rides to their doctors and kind of that was true, but it was, um, your doctor had to set it up with Uber and, um, and then your doctor would, um, schedule it. So if they, you know, if you requested it of your doctor and your doctor had set this up with Uber, they could schedule to come and pick you up, blah, 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 which is a step in the right direction, but not, not what I thought it was. But I did just see um, a press release that Pack Health just signed um, something with Uber. You know what? I'm going to find that. I'm going to search for that, and I will put that in the show notes because, honestly, I saw it, okay. and I, did, I just skimmed it. So I don't know what it is, but I do remember thinking, oh, finally, like this is more along the lines of, you know, a patient can call. Mm-hmm themselves rather than their doctor. So sorry, that was a little yeah, yeah. off the rails there, but I did see that now that we're talking about it, it just like triggered something for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And I think Lyft is, might have one specifically for, yeah, Very yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure. So no, that would be great. We'll add those. That's a, it's a great, yeah. a great service, you know, and the hardest thing about aging with anybody is your ego. You know, you might start forgetting things more. You might have to wear a diaper pad, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. There's just things you don't even want to think. You you know, you're not thinking of even approaching until you got into your 80s. Adding insult (laughs) to injury. Thank you very much, MS. Yeah, right. And the best thing is to just laugh it off. At least think of the alternative. You know, at least you're six feet above the ground and you're you're living life and just yeah. do the best you can and keep that positive attitude. There's been a lot of research, as you know, about positive attitude and that can keep, that can keep you going and aging, illness, anything. So it's always my little plug. Keep that yeah. smile going. That's right. Turn that frown upside down. Um, oh. And I would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine um, adaptive driving is something that could, if people wanted to continue to drive, but needed mm-hmm. a little more help, I know there is adaptive driving and there's also defensive driving courses that teach you, um, you know, if, if you're feeling like you're, um, maybe your skills are slipping a bit. <laughs> I know that there are courses. Oh, well. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's a great, that's a great idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Well, they say you alluded to the, you know, taking a walk every day and doing exercise. I know they say the best time to start a health and wellness practice is, you know, about 20 years ago, (laughs) but the next best time to start is right now. So I imagine that's one of your suggestions for better aging with MS too, right? It is absolutely, you know, having a health and wellness program, it just does, everyone should have one. They should have yeah. some general idea of what they want to do, where they want to go, what their goals are. Um, and there's so many options, you know, and I'm going to hit on some of the adaptive exercises because people with MS might need that. Yeah. But um, water aerobics, aquatics for people, especially if they're heat sensitive, yeah. um, there might be a local YMCA in their area or a gym. Yoga, of course, is just so nice mm-hmm. and gentling. You, know, you can take hardcore yoga, but I think of more of the yin yeah. yoga for people with MS, calming the nerves, you know, and it yeah. still builds so much strength and balance. Um, and that's just, you know, yeah. that def- defies age in a way. Right. <laughs> These 90-year-olds doing yoga and standing on their head, and you're like, well, yeah. But, I you know. know. But yeah. it keeps your yeah. body so balanced you know, um, and dance, of course, but, uh, just dancing for fun. That's, that's a fun way too, is that if people can think of exercise more of just fun and enjoying life. Yeah. Um, right. Like strolls. I've, I've always talk about the mind stroll where you just go out and just let your body, you're not, you're not doing an aerobic walk. You're just right. literally strolling and yeah. you're just viewing the birds and the flowers. And it'd be like walking down to the fish pond, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. you know, just I, it's just, we need that. I tried some Tai Chi too, that I, I really liked that a ton and that helped oh, a lot with balance yeah. and it was very slow moving and, you know, deliberate and thoughtful. And I really liked Mm -hmm. that. And I just today spoke with someone who started a Pilates practice about a month ago. He's had a lot of balance issues and he has, um, neuropathy. Um, and he said, it's been unbelievable the difference that it's made for him. So, and he said, you can really, um, isolate some specific muscles that you might not be able to do in, in other practices. So just want to throw that one in there too. And I know that that can be done slowly and, you know, anyway, I hear Pilates is great too. In fact, I just, yeah. Oh, all of that is, is so, and like what you said, how it slows you down, like the Tai Chi, Yeah, you, you do things with almost more precise, um, intention. Yeah, very deliberate. Things are slow yes. and d- deliberate. And that's, I personally think that's how we need to all approach life and, mm-hmm. and our wellness and our health. And with that same sort of slowness, attention, deliberation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and going back to adaptive exercise, because I just got this little device and I've got to put a little plug in for it because oh, yeah. it's called a Kubi. Maybe it's just Kubi. It's C-U-B-I-I. And okay. it's a little portable elliptical machine. Oh. But, but like on the ground. Um, yeah. And so you put it under your chair or you put it in front of your chair. You can be watching TV. You just sit down comfortable. You could be in your wheelchair. You could be on your, any of those devices. And you just slowly start walking on it. Oh. And it's, yeah, it moves wow. your, you know, so your feet never leave the pedals. Oh yeah, and it's a pe- it it's a pedaler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done one of those. Pedaler, exactly what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, yep. and it's 
it's just very smooth and beautiful and they have different tensions and it was really easy to put together. And just, it was just funny because I got it and I was like, Oh, so in the morning I'll do that when I'm drinking my coffee or my tea and doing mm-hmm. some emails, but I just started adding that back. It was just 10 mm-hmm. minutes a day. Good idea. Just because, it, yeah, just something, something more. We, we had had a yeah. hot spell. It was gotten up to about 90 or something and I just didn't want to go outside and walk. And I right. thought, well, this is a great way. That is a you great, know, you a adapt. great suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, there's the dietary aspect of it all, <laughs> you know, what we're putting into our bodies yeah. and what we're fueling ourselves with. So what are your suggestions there? Uh, I, you know, there's so, there's so many thoughts out right now on MS and diet. Um, yeah. I really think the number one thing is just to be as healthy as possible. And that means making sure you're eating a healthy diet that can um, eliminate any comorbidities like heart health or things like that. Often mm-hmm. a Mediterranean diet is a nice place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, lean protein, a lot of good um, natural fats, you know, in the mm-hmm. fish and the oils and all that. Um, uh, there's also a lot of things that I've always looked at, and this is like looking into Ayurvedic medicine or, or Chinese or um, different w- theories of food and food mm-hmm. energies. Um, and then while this stuff isn't medically tested, uh, clinically tested, I just find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, when there are certain foods that can cool and calm the body according to Ayurveda or Chinese medicine. Mm. Um, so when I'm having a bad MS activity or say it's super hot, I might go for some of these cooling, calming foods. Mm. Um, which one happens to be like unagi sushi, just happens to be oh. eel, um, which is interesting, or clams, That's uh, super interesting. Those, those are considered um, very cooling and calming. Um, yeah, and in a heat wave, once I heard there was a heat wave, or in the heat waves in Japan, often the unagi um, sells out, and they'll have a shortage of it because oh. people are consuming it for this natural cooling effect you know and this is stuff that's not clinically tested of course but i find it fascinating um and people have been practicing it for three to five thousand years kind of thing so right so the anecdotal um, evidence certainly is there (laughs) right yeah absolutely you know right and then also by by choosing healthier food what you're really doing is is you're making the choice obviously for healthier food but then it possibly is keeping you away from eating the bad food. Yeah. The food that might not be so good for you. To me, I focus a lot on a anti-inflammatory diet. Mm. So um, I run very inflammatory. I just have a lot of inflammation. So I feel like I'm always kind of fighting that Mm -hmm. Um, salt. I'm really Mm -hmm. careful with my salt intake. Um, I like to do my own cooking. So that way Mm -hmm. I can add my own salt or take it out. Plus I know where everything comes from. I do. I'm, I'm just a big supporter of local agriculture. So I love, you know, grass grown beef that's grass fed beef, you know, that's Uh grown within two hours of my house, kind of thing like that. I know where it comes from. I do think there's something to be said about that. Eat as whole and clean as possible. Um, Again, there are some uh, studies uh, that have come out in, in favor of say the Walls protocol, Mm -hmm. um, the swank diet, different things like that. The studies have been relatively small. Uh, they Mm -hmm. need to do some larger scale studies, but at least there's a lot of options out there. Um, compared to 20 years ago when I was diagnosed and they told you to eat, you know, salmon or something, it was all still about the vitamin D, you know, you always want, but if they say vitamin D, 
we know that vitamin D is good for us, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's something we know. So if we can get as much of that, say, in food mm-hmm. and sun versus pills, right. I just think your body's going to access, access it more. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Yeah. And speaking of pills, yeah. <laughs> are there any supplements <laughs> or uh, herbs, essential oils, yeah. or anything along those lines that you suggest for aging and, and MS? Yeah, I, there's a few that I just love. Um, and I do, I'm going to put in my little ruthless plug for a couple of my pills. Um, but one, um, I, I like to fight the oxidative stress in my body. Um, okay. I just, I've got a lot of inflammation, a lot of mm-hmm. oxidative stress, just mm-hmm. the way I live, the way I am. So I take one called Protandum, which oh, is yeah. a plant-based uh, pill. It's got a lot of turmeric, um, uh, copa, uh, bacopa, I'm trying to think of the name, but you know, a couple of these herbs and mm-hmm. it's designed to fight inflammation from a plant-based source. Mm-hmm. And this is actually now, Protonum actually has several clinical studies mm-hmm. that have been performed and they show, cause these, these all kind of help your neurological care, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. taking care of our nerves, taking care of our brain, taking care of all of that. So that's, that's one I like to take. Um, the other one I like to take is my myotin, which is a high dose yes. biotin. Um, and oh, I know I you know that, that one. It's you just, introduced me to that, and I'm so grateful to you because that one has really made a yeah. difference for me, for sure. Yep. And I think that does, you know, the same thing. It's like fighting these this oxidative stress and these different things that are in our body. Um, I take VisBiome, which is a probiotic. Mm. And that is another one that I just think everyone should be on in the world, especially as they age, because this is all about gut health. Um, mm-hmm. the, the one I take is called VisBiome because it is used in clinical studies. Mm-hmm. You have to keep it refrigerated. Um, but okay. keeping that gut health, I think, is so critical f- as we age, you yeah, know, try to definitely. be as preventative. So those are my, like, key things, you know. Um there's CBD too, of course. The CBD is uh, very anti-inflammatory, and I just think we keep the inflammation down. It's good for aging. Yeah, anti-aging. True. Yeah, and that yeah. I have found that most helpful with pain. I, there's some pain that nothing will touch it, but I found the CBD helps me. It's kind of crazy too. I mean, I do feel a little like I'm losing my mind when I'm in so much pain, and I just take some of that, or I just put some. You know, I, I've been dealing with a frozen shoulder since April. God help me. It's been awful. Oh, no. I have tried everything, and I don't know why I didn't think about CBD, but I honestly did not. And one day I was just in tears. It hurt so bad. And I looked over, and there was CBD, and I thought, well, I can't imagine that could get on top of this kind of pain. And I put it on there, and I'm telling you, within 30 seconds, my pain was gone. I said, are you kidding me? This has been sitting here the whole time, and I just – it didn't dawn on me. I don't know why not, but – yeah, I'm great, you know, yeah. grateful to hear that it's an anti-inflammatory, but for me, it's a pain stopper. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. Good things I know. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you reminded me of that because sometimes I often forget, like, and I'll have about a pain and I'll just, I kind of forget to pick up the CBD or I'll right. forget, you know, yeah. like not yeah. be handy or whatever. And, um, no, it's amazing. So, and it's very good at helping digestive health too. Yeah. That's where a lot of people can find relief and we get, truth. you know, truth. it depends. Everyone's, yeah, everyone reacts differently. That's we're just, so we're, you and I seem to react similar to, to the yeah. similar drugs. Yeah. 
We can get together and just do drugs <laughs> together, Caroline. It'll be great. Right, right. <laughs> what are you doing, MS drugs? Yeah. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, again, so interesting, as always with you, Caroline. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for being here today. If people have oh, other yeah. questions about this topic or they're interested in finding out more about you, where should they go? Um, yeah, you can follow me at The Girl with MS across social media. Um, but my blog is girlwithms.com. And just hop on over there. In fact, right now I've got an article on aging gracefully with MS um, uh, from a guest writer, which is actually, yeah. And um, because there's just, there's so much we can do to help us live this life better with this disease. So yeah, Yeah. come on over and girlwithms.com. Yeah, it's, and I, you know, let me give my kudos to your site because you're, you're an awesome writer, and you um, you always have something interesting to to say on my podcast and to write about on your blog. So, I highly recommend everybody get over there and and um, and follow Caroline, and she will be back again um, on the podcast. I'm sure. I hope because <laughs> um, she oh, has yes. <laughs> information, and we really appreciate it. So, you know, finally, I know you'll recognize this. Here in the FUMS Nation, we talk to the silly diseases it deserves, and we tell it FUMS every day. If you would, please, Caroline, raise your middle finger in salute to MS and say it with me on three. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. F-U-M-S. Woo. Perfect. It's like a cheerleader. I felt like doing the splits or something. That was perfect. I love it. I know. It. I kind of felt like I was at a game. I was like, here we go. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks again, Caroline. Appreciate it. Uh, you bet. Thank you. Always good talking with you, Kathy. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS podcast show. Be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at FUMSnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.